Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, everyone? My name is Jay Heilman, and I'm the host of Kingdom Builder, the official podcast home of today's Christian entertainment. I want to thank you so much for checking out our interviews here on iTunes. If you like the interviews you hear on here, we invite you to listen in to our one-hour broadcast of Kingdom Builder the Show, which airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, exclusively on OneJamNationRadio.com. Well, I'm excited to have a special guest join me today. We actually first met this guy back in June 2015 when he attended the International Christian Retail Show in Orlando. He was one of 12 interviews we did in one day. (laughs) We did this one live from a local church that Chris was hosting a movie night at a few weeks ago, and we hope you enjoy the interview. I am joined on today's show by Pastor Chris Whaley and his wife, Verna, and we're here to talk about the film that released in 2015. Actually, 2016 was the official release date based on the book of the same title called The Masked Saint. Pastor Chris and Verna, welcome to Kingdom Builder. How are you guys doing today? Great, great. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you could join us today. And I actually chatted with you a few years ago, Pastor Chris. I'm glad that you're here in my hometown of Zephyr Hills, Florida, to talk about the book and the movie. And uh, you actually, Pastor Chris, you were actually born and raised in Florida. Is that correct? No, actually, I was born in South Alabama, just long enough to be born there. And then my family moved to Central Florida, uh, Auburndale. So I, I grew up in Auburndale and was there until I graduated from high school. So it, it's all I've, I've ever known, but I still have the Alabama roots. And uh, Vernon grew up in Plant City. Oh, okay. Yeah. Strawberry girl. She was born and raised in Plant City. You actually wrote a book some years back called The Masked, Masked Saint. Mm-hmm. And since releasing that book, it's been adapted into a film that released on January 8th, 2016 in theaters. And the film stars Brett Grandstaff, uh, who plays you in the film, and also has many other film veterans from the screen, including the late, great WWF slash WWE legend Rowdy Roddy Piper in his last film role before tragically passing away in early 2015. And for those listening in today uh, who may have not have seen the film or have heard of the book yet, Give us some background on the book and how it came to be a motion picture. I went to my uh, first church after graduating from uh, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And after being in professional wrestling for 10 years, I went to my first church and just had, it seemed incident after incident after incident after incident of things happening that were handled uh, differently than the normal pastor, if there is such a thing. Uh, would handle them. For instance, uh, uh, had a lady who was being beaten by her husband, and uh, it was, you know, a tragic story. A young lady who would bring her two kids <clears> in uh, to church, and she'd be the first one in, the last one, the, the last one in, and the first one to leave. And then on one Sunday, she came in with uh, sunglasses on, and uh, uh, she was the last one to go out. And she, when she came out, she took my hand with both of hers, and 
You can see the tears coming down underneath the sunglasses, and I kind of raised the sunglasses. She had two black eyes. And um, I told her I was going to go see her husband, and uh, she she was kind of frantic. No, she, you know, bad things will happen. I said, I'm not worried about it. And so I, I went to see him and said, uh, you know, any man that would hit a woman is a dirtbag. And uh, I came to see how you could do against somebody who would be able to fight back. So... That was the first incident that happened. And then I just had incident after incident. And uh, <clears throat> I'd really become uh, very uh, distraught over the way television had become for families. There was nothing on television to watch once Michael Landon died. And, you know, he had Little House on the Prairie and he had uh, Highway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when he died, there's nothing good. You know, the sitcoms picture the dad as, you know, an idiot and the mom promiscuous and the children rebellious. And, and people are watching that thinking that that's normal. Mm-hmm. So I, my idea was all of these great, all these great things that happened to me could actually be made into a television series. And each chapter could be a different, uh, you know, episode of that. And uh, so that's what prompted me to, to write it. Never, Ever in my wildest imagination did I ever think that it would be made into a movie. Uh, but, you know, God had better ideas. And as soon as uh, the book came out, uh, it wasn't long after that that I had uh, the first movie producer that talked to me about it and then had others that talked to me about it. And then eventually um, a producer in Canada uh, loved the story, loved the book, and he's the one who made it into a movie. And I might add that uh, Brett Grandstaff and his family, I believe his dad, um, had done production into like action films with Bruce Willis and stuff like that. And right. uh, that was one of the questions I asked him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, going back to this period of time when you're writing this book, uh, and I might add, Verna is actually, this is the first time she's done an interview with you mm-hmm. on the film and the book. And a lot of people that will go and read about this book and about the film actually go and watch it are probably wondering, okay, well, what's her side of the story? What was it like for you being married to the masked saint, the vigilante that was, you know, taking care of business and those husband or those uh, wife beaters out there? What was it like for you? Well, I was a little nervous at times um, because I was worried about, you know, we women worried about security and job security and, you know, you have to be careful um, dealing with people and, um, I don't know. Sometimes he scared me a little bit, uh, but uh, God always worked it out, and uh, he he was very wise about a lot of things. And it's been been kind of exciting, to be honest with you. So you were so this this was known to you. This wasn't something that was like you found out months later. Oh, you're you're uh, some word somewhere. Yeah. So, okay. She's like right. some of them I just rather you not tell me about. <laughs> She's what? been the she's been the, the greatest support to me for for 41 years. She's been a great support to me. We've been married 41 years, and uh, I, I've told people the, the the great things that have happened to me in my life happened to me because of God and because of her. Because had I not met her, there's no telling where I would be. Because uh, I, I followed her down to little Christian college down in West Palm Beach, Palm Beach Atlantic. Um, never planned to go to college. Uh, the only reason I went down there was to follow her. And uh, she took me to church there at uh, First Baptist in West Palm. And I heard uh, Dr. Jess Moody preach for the first time. And 
and eventually came to know the Lord because of him. So those good things happen because of God and because of her. Forty-one years, that's 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 quite a feat these days. And actually, you know, speaking of longevity of marriage, I uh, got a chance to meet and interview Coach Bobby Bowden. Oh, yeah. And he, him and his wife, I didn't realize this when I was interviewing him, but when I met him, I realized that him and his wife have been married for 69 years. And I joked with his with his wife, I said, you know, it's my wife and I have been together for, we've been married for 12 years. And I I told my wife, I was joking with my wife and said, you know, you've had to put up with me for 12 years. And Bobby Bowden's wife's like, well, I've had to put up with him for 69 years. So you guys got a long way to go. Well, many listening in are probably wondering, where can I see this film? And Pastor Chris, it's very cool to know that uh, if you're a Netflix uh, subscriber, you can actually watch the film on Netflix in addition to being able to buy it in the store. Um, What was your initial thought when Netflix picked this up uh, for people to watch? Well, I knew I knew that Netflix was supposed to it was supposed to be on Netflix. And I knew the date and all, but had no idea what kind of perception uh, it would get on, on that venue, and was just blown away because uh, it was it was one of the top videos as far as popularity. Uh, went for a long time, and then it, it stayed on trending for a long time, and. That, that was June the 5th of last year, and it's still going strong on Netflix. And it's just truly amazing, uh, the uh, response that it's gotten on Netflix. Now, you know, I have to be honest, when I first saw the trailer for the film, I was thinking at first, I'm like, this has to be fiction. Mm-hmm. But it was very cool to find out that it was actually based on your life. And later finding out when I interviewed him at ICRS a couple years ago that uh, it was based on a book. What what have the response been? You've you've shown this movie in churches and stuff. What is the typical response, or maybe some questions that you guys get after somebody watches the movie? What are the what's like kind of the main question that people approach you with when they've seen the film? Well, you know, sometimes they just don't believe that all that happened. You know, it's not the usual reaction that that a lot of pastors have. You know, sometimes we feel helpless to help some folks, uh, but um, he. He's the kind of guy that takes the bull by the horns and uh, tries to you know, help people if he can immediately. Um, so we get that question: Did that really happen? And, uh, yeah, yeah, it really happened. Uh, so that that's one of the big that's a big question, I think. Yeah, the, the uh, questions I usually get are: How close are the book and the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the movie was filmed uh, in November in Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. And for the people in Florida that listen, we're not used to that weather. And everything that took place in the book took place in Florida. They were supposed to start filming in July. That way they could say it took place in Florida. But the script was not ready, and they eventually started filming on, I think, July, uh, November the 4th. And there was snow on the ground in Sault Ste. Marie. And we don't have that. Of course, so, you don't have that here in Florida. No. <laughs> right. So... So in the movie, they say it takes place in some fictional place in Michigan. Uh, the basketball scene in the uh, movie actually took place on a softball field. It was a church league softball game. And, uh, and I didn't put him to sleep. I knocked him out. So that, that was a change. And the, the, there, there's you know several things that they had to adapt just because of the location and where we were doing it. So they changed some things. But overall, they got the... The message of the they got the message of the book down really well, and I was very pleased with the movie. Very pleased. 
Well, you have, let's talk wrestling for a minute. You were in wrestling for a while, and you actually uh, either know or have wrestled some pretty big names that a lot of people will be familiar with. And this film actually has a role from the late Rowdy Roddy Piper, who was in WWE and WWF for a long time. And I remember first seeing him in a movie back in the 80s, a movie called They Live, which was which is an amazing cult classic. It still, <laughs> still has that cult classic today. But when you think about a pastor, you don't really think about someone like the character in your book and the character in the movie that's out there, you know, literally body slamming and beating people up for the things they're doing. It's cool to know that there's a lot of wrestlers out there that have come out and, and support, um, you know, wrestlers that have, uh, have come to know Christ. And, you know, I, I, a few that I can think of, you have Sting, who's been a long time, uh, very vocal person about his faith in Christ. And then you have Shawn Michaels, who was right. actually just recently in, a, in his first movie, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Right. You know, was it really, was it hard being able to walk away from the world of wrestling to do what you do as a pastor? I mean, how hard was that? Was it difficult to walk away from one career to start the ministry? How, tell us how that worked out. No, I, you know, I had 10 years and I, I really, really enjoyed all 10 years and I missed it. Uh, I missed it when I, I walked away, but I, but I had to do the opportunity to do uh, three or four benefits uh, for people because I still had a lot of, still had a lot of friends in the business. And after uh, Vince McMahon uh, took over the WWF and he took wrestling national, uh, the territory shut down. There were 26 territories all over the United States, and those territories shut down. So there was a lot of talent that still wasn't working, and uh, and I still had contact. And so I would do, I did a benefit for a lady in my church who had cancer, and uh, we had some great, you know, great names. And that had Dory Funk Jr., uh, Bugsy McGraw, had uh, Ravishing Rick Rude, mm. uh, Ivan Koloff. Uh, we, we we've had some great great people in that. So. That kind of helped ease it off, but I had a great excitement of leaving uh, Southwestern Seminary in Fort Worth and going to my first church. I, uh, I've never never looked back. Uh, it was just you know something you can draw on. You can use it for a lot of illustrations and sermons. That's good, and uh, you know a lot of good memories. And I miss uh, the camaraderie of. Uh, the people in wrestling, it's, it's almost like a brotherhood, mm. you know, among those wrestlers. So, but uh, overall, it, it all worked out great. Overall. Favorite wrestler of all time? And that may be a hard question. There's somebody you've met, somebody you've actually wrestled, or maybe somebody that you would uh, would have liked to have gone <clears throat> up in a match against. My favorite wrestler of all time is Dory Funk Jr. Dory Funk Jr. was the uh, uh, NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Um, I think he beat Harley Race. And uh, became the uh, NWA champion. Uh, Dory Funk was not only uh, a good wrestler; he was great. And you know, he just went on and on and on for years. Uh, he's as well known over in Japan and other countries as he is here in the U.S. And uh, he just was amazing in the ring. His, his whole presence and the way he conducted himself. He was just a great guy. And, and uh, I, I guess he would be my favorite of all time. Well, I haven't watched wrestling in a 
on a regular basis in a long time. The wrestling that I remember was, you know, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, um, those those late 80s, early 90s wrestlers. And wrestling's kind of taken a turn and more to the soap opera thing now with the way it's set up. So it's a lot different probably than what you remember. And I've been not watching for so long that I kind of don't even know who the characters are now. So, um, you know, jumping back to the movie and the book for the last question, when people either read the book or watch the film, and you guys can both answer this question, what is the ultimate takeaway? What do you want people to take away the most when they've sat and watched The Masked State in the theater or at home or have read the book? You know, we have a lot of troubles in our life, but, you know, the Lord can help us overcome them and that he is a God of the second chance, that even if you've messed things up, you know, he can help you turn it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's for me, too. Uh, you know, since this came out, I've just been uh, amazed at the uh, the emails that I get. Uh, I mean, people Google my name, and they track me down and find out that, you know, that I serve on staff at First Baptist Orlando. And so they can go on First Baptist Orlando staff, and they find my email. And um, very often, I, I come in in the morning, and I turn my computer on, and the tech person says there's only one person that this could be for, and it's you. So uh, you might want to look at this. And somebody would uh, say, you know, I, I saw the Mass Saint last night on Netflix, and it's just, you know, it was an amazing movie. It changed my life, and I uh, just wanted to, to let you know that. And um, I got, you know, I got some last week. I'm just dumbfounded. I get it from countries. I got one from Romania. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten them from uh, Europe, and uh, it's just just mind-boggling that people, you know, all over the world are looking at this um, little independent film, and that has it's made a difference. But uh, Verna hit it for me because, and she's heard me say it enough too. Is I hope people when they when they walk away, they realize that we serve the God of a second chance. And that if you've you've messed your life up, uh, you give it back to God. And just like in in Jeremiah 18, you know, when he told him to go to the potter's house, uh, when the potter got through with a piece of clay, it said it was marred in his hand. And he squished that clay back together and put it back on the wheel. And he made the same piece of clay into a new vessel. And so that's the story of my life. When I got through with it, it had a lot of flaws in it. And God was able to put me back on the wheel and squish me together and make me into a new vessel. And he can do that with anyone. So I just hope people are encouraged and uh, take away some, some good things from the movie. Well, Pastor Chris Vernon, thank you guys so much for joining us today. And The Masked Saint, you can actually watch it on Netflix. You can mm-hmm. order a DVD copy uh, where DVDs are sold. And is there like a website or something that they can go to find out more about you? Yeah, actually they can go to, uh, the mass saint book.com uh, and that's uh, M A S K E D the mass saint book.com or they can go to the mass saint.com. Uh, there's several endorsements on the mass saint.com from some big name wrestlers. Uh, uh, Mick Foley is on there. He's plugging the movie and Shawn Michaels uh, did several plugs for the movie and uh, some, some other wrestlers. So they'll be able to see that on the mass saint.com. And, uh, Jay, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. And my pleasure having you guys on here. 
I have very much enjoyed getting to know Pastor Chris and hearing his stories about the many wrestlers he's worked with over the years. Also cool is that he is homegrown here from Florida, just down the road from me. And I'm also glad that his wife, Verna, could join us, too, and give her insight on what it was like for her being married to the masked saint. We're sure to have Pastor Chris on here again in the future just to talk and catch up. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.